Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Shot in the dark. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. And like they usually do before their pay-per-views, there is two episodes of AEW Dark this week. Will this be the last time we get this? Now with AEW Dark Elevation starting next week? Who knows? Who knows how long these shows will be, how many shows we'll get, how many matches we'll get. Only time will tell. But for this week, we do have two episodes. One that aired on Saturday before Revolution, and the other airing on the Tuesday after. Both were taped before Revolution, though, as you can tell by some of these matches I will talk about. Let's start with Saturday's show first. Our first match, the newly named Pretty Picture of Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi with a record of 2-1 versus the Natural Nightmares with a record of 9-2. Dustin Rose and QT Marshall accompanied by Nick Camarado. This could be the last time the Natural Nightmares team up. Peter Avalon comes on a heart-shaped sled that Bononi pulls in by a rope. Pretty funny visual to look at. But a quick dominant win here with Dustin getting the pin on Avalon after a running bulldog. Batch number two, J.D. Drake with a record of 0-2 versus Chuck Taylor with a record of 29-18. and Is that real? Uh, accompanied by Orange Cassidy. Uh, Chuck Taylor does win with the brutal-looking awful waffle on the 300-pound Drake who was sitting on the top rope. This is really uh, really crazy to look at, the strength. After the match, Penelope Ford comes out and distracts Orange Cassidy who gets attacked by Kip Sapien. And then Miro comes out and takes out Chuck Taylor. Uh, Miro cuts a promo saying he should be champion by now, but instead he gets Chuck Taylor and he's wasting his time. Match number three, Penta El Zero M with a record of 23 and 14 versus Azriel making his debut. Uh, Azriel's been wrestling for about 18 years. He's best known for his time in CCW, JAPW, and Ring of Honor where he wrestled as Angel Dust. Um, Azriel was able to hang in there, but Penta does ultimately take him out after snapping Azriel's arm back. We get a promo from Big Swole. Haven't seen her for a while. She hasn't wrestled since January. Uh, she says that people have said that she's underutilized, but she says that she's undervalued. And says even though she became the number one contenders, they go ahead and smack, smack her in the face with this tournament eliminator that they came up with. She says whoever wins that after Revolution, the winner is in debt and payment is due and her price is gold. 
Match number four, Lance Archer with a record of 17-5 and versus John Skyler with a record of 0-1. Skyler gets a little offense here, but Archer easily wins with the blackout. After the match, Jake Roberts cuts a promo about the face of the Revolution ladder match, including, uh, uh, that's what she said joke. <laughs> uh, Archer then says that the, t- the TNT title was always supposed to be his, and he will take out everybody, especially Cody Rhodes. Match number five, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks of Team Taz with a record of 2-1, and one, accompanied by Hook, take on Angel Fashion and Fuego do Sol. Uh, Brian Cage destroys and pins Fashion after the drill claw. Match number six, Jack Evans with a record of 0-1 versus Jake St. Patrick with a record of 0-3. Uh, no Helico here. I know he's been kind of uh, missing in action recently. But Jack Evans does get a rare singles win here with the 630 senton. We get a music video from the Acclaimed, pretty much all about the ladder match, saying ladder match, ladder match. Uh, they're making fun of Cody Rhodes, Penta, and all the participants having this guy kind of dressed up as all the uh, people in the match. Pretty good. Match number seven, Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn of the Gun Club with a record of 1-0 versus D3 and Mbadu. Colton Gunn gets the pin on D3 after they hit the 310 to Yuma. Match number 8, Tisha Price with a record of 0-3 versus Thunder Rosa with a record of 9-4. Easy win here by Thunder Rosa, winning with the Thunder Driver. Match number 9, Bear Country with a record of 3-0 versus Cameron Stewart and Ryzen. This is Stewart's second match in AEW. His first one was way back in September of 2020. Bear Bronson gets the pin on both his opponents after hitting the big splash. After the match, the bunny comes out to distract Bear Country, who get attacked by behind by the Butcher and the Blade with the chairs. The Bears. Match number 10, 5 and 10 of the Dark Order, with a record of 1-3, versus LeBron, Cozone, and Barry Morales. This is Cozone's AEW debut, but he's been wrestling for about 9 years in the Indies. 10, press in advance, gets the pin on Cozone after a lariat to the back of the head. Match number 11, Ty Conti, with a record of 5-2, and two, accompanied by negative 1, versus Layla Gree. Layla Gray, uh, she's out of Queens, New York, making her AW debut, but she's a student of Gangrel's Wrestling Academy. She's a model slash singer slash actress. She's been on a couple of music videos, including 24-7 champion Bad Bunny. Ty Conti, though, gets to win after the Hammerlock DDT, and during this match in the last one with 5 and 10, uh, Negative 1 shows that he does a pretty sick kip-up. And our main event for Saturday, Chaos Project with a record of 7 and 9 versus Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel with a record of 0 and 3. Matt does get the pin on Serpentigo after him and his brother hit a double lightning spiral, which is like a Russian leg sweep, for the first tag team win in AEW. Now on to AEW Dark Tuesday. This is actually funny because it was taped the same time as the Saturday show because they even make a joke in the beginning saying that uh, they're wearing the same clothes and Taz says, yeah, they couldn't get their clothes cleaned in time. Our first match, Powerhouse Hobbs with a record of 3-0, accompanied by Hook versus Angel Fashion with a record of 0-1. Quick and easy win by Hobbs with the power slam he calls the town bidness. Match number two, Azrael and Danny Limelight versus SCU with a record of 5-0. They're actually ranked number two in the tag team division, so it should be only a matter of time until they get a tag team title match, which I would think would end this storyline with them breaking up. Who knows? But Christopher Daniels does get the pin here on Azrael after the celebrity rehab. Match number three, Aaron Solo, Brick Aldridge, and Dean Alexander versus the pretty picture of Peter Avalon and Cesar Benoni with Ryan Nemeth. So Nemeth isn't officially part of the pretty picture, but the way they're posing throughout this match, I'm pretty sure he is pretty enough to join. Aldridge and Alexander are making their debuts. They come out wearing Nightmare Family jackets along with Solo, so I guess these are more members to the Nightmare Family. Uh, Ryan Nemeth does get the pin on Alexander after hitting a rude awakening. Match number four, Lee Johnson with a record of 1-0 versus Baron Black with a record of 0-3. A longer match compared to everything else on this show, Johnson does win with the Blue Thunder Bomb. There was no QT Marshall, by the way. Match number five, Dark Orders, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Alex Reynolds versus Aaron Fry, D3, John Cruz, and Barry Morales. Cabana gets the win on Cruz after a deadly-looking Chicago skyline. 
Match number six, the Varsity Blondes with a record of 1-1 versus Cameron Stewart and Ryzen with a record of 0-1. Uh, Taz and Excalibur go into this whole thing about the how, how the Varsity Blondes spell their name wrong because on the back of their tights, they're leaving the E off the Blondes. Um, yeah, I always thought it had an E in Blondes, but I guess it could be spelled both ways. Griff Garrison does get the pin on Stewart after a hard forearm. Match number seven, Diamante with a record of 4-2, no Ivelisse with her. Versus Savannah Thorne making her debut. Uh, Thorne is making her wrestling debut, but you pretty much probably have seen her in AEW. She was part of the MGF's campaign a while back as the lady, the blonde lady who was always kind of smiling in the background no matter what. Diamante does win easily here with the code red. Match number 8, Fuego Del Sol with a record of 0-4 versus QT Marshall with a record of 4-0 accompanied by Nick Camarado. Uh, this was taped obviously before he walked out on the Nightmare Family Revolution. Excalibur says this is a long-standing rivalry between the two from Sammy Guevara's vlog. And they made it a big deal when Fuego Del Sol finally hit his Tornado DDT. But it wasn't enough as Fuego tripped up on the ropes after and ends up getting two back-to-back diamond cutters as QT gets the win. Match number 9, Carly Bravo with a record of 0-3 versus Kip Sapien with a record of 1-0, accompanied by Penelope Ford. Uh, Bravo in his singles match debut gets a loss as Sapien hits the Deathly Hollows for the win. Match number 10, Abaddon with a record of 8-2 versus Catalina Perez with a record of 0-1. Another easy win here by Abaddon, winning with the Cemetery Drive. It'll be going to our AEW Dark main event. Ortiz and Santana with a record of 16-9 versus Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela with a record of 9-8. Interesting, Ortiz and Santana come out to their inner circle theme instead of their proud and powerful one. Uh, just kind of odd. Pretty good tag team match here. Longest match in the show. Ortiz and Santana do get the win after Santana hits a Death Valley driver on Sunny Kiss for the pen. We now go into NXT UK where we start off with Ia Dragunov versus Sam Gradwell. Halfway throughout the match, Gradwell says to Dragunov that he let his family down. And Dragunov sort of does the thing where he snaps into a madman. And then he kind of resorts back to his call himself. Uh, Dragunov is able to initially win the match with elbows, causing the referee to stop it, but then continues to do them, ignoring the referee who goes to reverse the decision, making Gradwell the winner by disqualification. Uh, Dragunov goes and corners referee like he's about to hit him, but he keeps stepping back to normal as Gradwell is pretty much shown laughing uh, in the middle of the ring, saying, well done, well done to Dragunov. We see another promo from Metahan, aka Lucky Kid, who will be debuting next week, and he revealed his new name will be Teoman. We see Zaya Brookside and Leah James backstage eating, and Zaya tells her new personal assistant, Nina Samuels, to make them some tea. And it looks like Nina is trying to put some pepper or something into one of the drinks, um, but Leah ends up leaving, so Zaya takes the good tea, and Nina gets upset that her little plan did not work. It looks like we'll get these type of segments for the next couple of weeks. Uh, weird segment here. Noam Dar's Supernova Sessions with the guest Tyler Bate. Uh, Bate comes out with this new, like, zen-like character. And uh, Dar is, like, trying to push his buttons, but it doesn't seem to work. Uh, Tyler Bate says that he's a vegan, so Dar starts, like, pouring a whole bunch of vegetables on top of Bate. But instead of getting angry, Bate just laughs and starts eating them. <laughs> Dar hypes up Bate's match next week with Dave Mastiff, but Bate isn't worried about it. And since the match will be heritage rules, Bate even says that um, says that even though he's zen, he still is Tyler Bate. And he kind of scares Dar off a little bit, showing the little bit of old Tyler Bate. Interesting character change, this Zen Tyler Bate. So we'll see how this works in the wrestling ring next week. We see Ben Carter training in the ring and saying that since he was trained in the United States, that now he's learning the British style for the first time. We see like a quick video of Aaliyah James talking about her childhood and her getting into wrestling. And we see another quick little video about Isla Dawn. She's like Sean Price and witchcraft with a Ouija board. Interesting. Match number two, Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan defeated Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter. Real good back and forth tag team match here, but the ending saw Kenny with some heelish ways, helping Amir Jordan roll up and pin Oliver Carter for the win. After the match, we see them celebrating in the back and says they'll be facing Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews next week. And our main event, 
the long-awaited NXT UK Women's Championship match of Kaylee Ray versus Michael Satomura. Kaylee Ray wins, surprisingly, after hitting two gory bombs. A great, great, great match here. Uh, definitely recommend you guys check this out. Uh, one point during the match, we actually see Aoife Valkyrie kind of watching on the match on one of the screens. Uh, but like I said, this is the match of the week. I recommend it. Uh, I'm a bit surprised that Kaylee Ray won here, but it certainly has elevated her a bit more. And I'm interested in what they'll do with her next and the NXT UK title, uh, especially with WrestleMania season coming along and people like Sasha Banks suggesting that she wants to fight for it. So we'll see where, where they go with this. On 205 Live, we see Arya Davari and Tony Nese defeated August Grey and Jake Atlas. Uh, Grey gets to pin on Nese after hitting the So Much Prettier, which is basically like an unprettier springboard off the turnbuckle. We go backstage with Josiah Williams, who's interviewing Curse Dalian and Mansoor, where he's trying to think of tag team names. Uh, Curse suggests Kurt Soar, while Mansoor suggests Mance Dalian, but Josiah does go with Kurt Soar. Mansoor thanks Dalian for helping him get to his 40-0 record, but Stallion says that none of those wins were against him, setting up tonight's main event. It's weird they said that Mansoor is undefeated. I guess they're not counting his losses that he had at NXT when he first started. And uh, this is weird, like this undefeated Mansoor. Are they going to set up like Mansoor versus Goldberg at Saudi Arabia? That would not surprise me. We see the Bollywood boys backstage with a promo saying that they thought they were a team with Everrise, and they should have called them when they went to NXT. Instead, they got beat up by Legato del, del Fantasma, pretty much saying that they deserved it for not calling them. In our main event, Mansoor defeated Curse Dalian. This is a rematch from the last Evolve show that I went to in New York, and Mansoor keeps his undefeated streak going on, winning with a springboard neckbreaker, and after the match, they showed a sign of respect and shook their hands. On New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, the road to Strong Style Evolve, Alex Coughlin and Carl Fredericks defeated Clark Connors and Kevin Knight. Coughlin making a New Japan Strong debut, and Fredericks returning from his injury, his first match back since December of 2020. Fredericks gets the pin on Knight after a spike DDT, and then we get a pair of New Japan Cup USA 2021 qualifying matches with Tom Lawler defeating the DKC, uh, Lawler's first match since December, and Leo Rush defeated Rocky Romero with a roll-up. On Ring of Honor, Dalton Castle defeated Josh Woods in a pure rules match. After the match, Silas Young returned and offered Woods that they reform a tag team again. And in the main event, for the Ring of Honor World Title number one contenders match, Jay Lethal defeated EC3, Jay Briscoe, and Matt Taven. EC3's first match since November, Lethal got the pin on Taven after Taven was distracted by Vita Von Starr. Lethal will get his title shot at the 19th anniversary pay-per-view this month. They also announced that Jay Briscoe vs. EC3 will happen since their last match got canceled due to EC3 getting COVID. And on main event, Mansoor defeated Drew Gulak and Ricochet defeated Akira Tozawa. The WWE Network additions for the month, Evolve 3, which had Adam Cole versus Sammy Callahan, John Moxley versus Drake Younger, Bobby Fish versus Chris Hero, Jenny Gargano versus Ricochet, Kyle Riley versus TJP, and Chuck Taylor versus Claudio Castagnoli. We also got another episode of ICW Fight Club. And once again, you can check out my reports on PulseWrestling.com for Impact and MLW if you want to know their weekly results, as well as this weekend have a report for the Impact Sacrifice pay-per-view, which includes Moose versus Rich Swan for a unification match for the TNA and Impact World Titles. And you could also catch me next week on both Rewind Away with John and Way talking about Evolve number one, and with Braden Harrington and Davey Portman talking about Leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day. That is it for me. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Oh, and happy birthday, John Pollock. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. 
Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.